All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Uh, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the show brought to you by Botano.ca. I'm Brent Wallace. Uh, Bobby Ryan back from his big trip on the weekend in uh, Owen Sound and Jason York on the run from the authorities in an undisclosed location. <laughs> I'm on location. I love it. Where are you? Oh, boy. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. It's like Is a this double the best Western Inn. That, Bobby, isn't that you stayed at? You're on the water. That's I, yeah, I was the, the best Western in on the bay, you know, in sound. Yep, that was my spot. You can't. But I, I, <laughs> on... I was with the billets most of the time, so I was good. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Gotta love the old OHL billets. They're the best. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. St. Parks. I'm in St. Parks. It is, uh, it's make believe land here, Wally. Nothing. Uh, that is actually a real pick right now. It's not, uh, it's not photoshopped. You and I were trying to figure out if we could do the show, but too much sun. So I'm, uh, I'm underneath the patio here. So you guys can at least see my face, but no crazy spot. Um, you probably have to be a billionaire to live here. So, uh, yeah, it's the, it's the land of yachts and guys with way too much money with really young girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry is that uh, st bart's with two t's or one 
Sorry. Yeah, uh, I, that's. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, you know, the, the, the reason we're here, though, my good buddy of mine, Chris, his wife uh, turned fifty, and uh, she's had a long go with cancer. Just w- wonderful, wonderful person, battling it for about seventeen years. So for her fiftieth, uh, he decided to have a big celebration here. So we all came down to celebrate with Suzanne, who's uh, had a great battle and uh, is uh, is doing great, and uh, we've had a blast. Very nice. Nice. Great Very to nice. hear. I, it'd be fun to travel with a bunch of people for sure. Um, oh, it's awesome. Well, enjoy your trip. We won't keep you long so you can get back to uh, uh, whatever it is that you do on vacation. Yeah. What is it you do on vacation? I picture I was going to say, get as me. like the tourist Wait. guy. Make sure I do you a got podcast. A 50 on that forehead, eh, Bell? Oh, <laughs> oh hey, hey, come on. At least, at least, you know what? At least I don't got the monkey's butt going, you know, when you have the little thing on yeah, top yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Is that and I'm not at the co- there? You oh, must there have pulled she is, her yeah. out of burning building, eh, pal? <laughs> <laughs> I might be punching up a little bit in my weight class, but that's uh, <laughs> all good. yeah, yeah, no, no. So yeah, that's on the beach there. There's a uh, there's this place, uh, world renowned place they go to on this island called Nikki Beach, and we went there yesterday. Oh my God. Talk about the biggest gong show of a party. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Middle of the day, it's just nonstop champagne bottle service, table to table, people driving in motorcycles right through the restaurant. It's uh, insane. So, uh, like I said, I'm not looking forward to the credit card bill when I get home. (laughs) It's going to be a big body blow. I'm, I'm over here checking Expedia right now. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> right up your alley, Bobby. Right up your alley. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yorkie went to a biker bar, apparently. Um, Bobby, uh, <laughs> let's talk about your weekend in Owen Sound, where you talked about meeting, your, seeing your billets again. It's probably been a long time since you've yeah. been to Owen Sound. Uh, how did things go for you? It was good. Um, yeah, actually, 10 years. Um, nine years since I had seen my billets who were at my wedding, obviously, but, um, just a, I mean, it's a long weekend. You can see me there with Mike Fuda, um, my GM and, and going through the hockey day in Canada hits all, all weekend long. But, um, I did get a chance. You can see my billet there. We, we spent some time together ourselves, um, Friday and Saturday afternoon, the game, the alumni game and all that kind of stuff over, you know, uh, surrounded all of it but that was that was the big part for me was getting to spend as much time with them as i could it was it was a great weekend it really was i haven't been back in you know owen sound for 15 years i think mvp uh, of the game too right Bobby? you know mvp dropped i dropped one and three on them um <laughs> and then uh, uh darcy tucker uh might still be right-handed because he couldn't finish i, I would have had one and four or five um we know we had we had a blast um it was it was it was cool you know what i was really really impressed with how good um blair turnbull was um obviously the canadian girl that you know she plays for the u.s or the canadian national team but holy hell because you i mean you see them you don't get to play with them but playing against her i was i was really impressed so it was a, it was a really cool event nice yeah uh how did you feel after the alumni game I feel like I started smoking, but no, I didn't. But <laughs> I was like, what's the altitude here? And why do I feel like this? I woke up in the morning and I, my, my low back right up to the mid shoulder blades were just on fire. And I was like, I made the right decision not to be playing any more hockey. 
and so hey. how much other stuff did you get to do that you enjoyed? Not nearly enough. It was, it was, you know, media hit after media hit. Um, I went back to my old school, um, like I had said there on Twitter. Um, and yeah. my co-op teacher was still there after with him. Um, you know, had a couple lunches with some people that, um, you know, took really good care of me while I was in Owen Sound, but you were just, I was just kind of running all weekend. So, um, you know, got home late last night. I told you guys about the flight, uh, took off for an hour and 20 minutes and landed back in Toronto where we started. So, um, had my own kind of gong show there, but <laughs> I got home, but, I, it got home late, but it was, you know, I got to do everything I wanted to do. Nice. Uh, and you went to Montana's two pounds of perfection. Nice. <laughs> yeah. well, I had, uh, I had, uh, two pounds of medium wings and the, the breading's just as good as I remember. Um, so settled, like, waiting, waiting for my gift card now. <laughs> well, Monday is wing night at uh, Montana's just like to point that out. It's uh, half price wings. Um, all right, let's get, let's get on to the, to the task at hand, shall we? And uh, the first brought to you by, as always, uh, Botano. Go to botano.ca, download the all-new app, uh, and enjoy. Uh, th their stuff has been fantastic. It's an easy sign-up, by the way, because they're regulated in Ontario. Uh, the game starts now with Botano. 100% welcome bonus up to $500. Live betting, online casino. Uh, it's all there for you to enjoy. Plus, we'll get to the lock of the day a bit later. No sense game, but we'll pick a game for you to uh, fight over. Uh, now, as for the Ottawa Senators... Speaking of fighting, uh, everybody seems to be fighting Matt at the moment. They lost 5-1 to Winnipeg on the weekend. Uh, it's now two straight games. Um, they've been outscored 36-17 in their last eight games. They're giving up four and a half goals a game. They're two and six in their last eight. It's it's ugly. And uh, I don't know. And I guess we shouldn't really be surprised because we could see this coming throughout the year with if you can't stop a puck, it's awfully tough. But uh, if you are on that roster right now, and we'll get to the comments after the game in a sec, if you're on that roster, uh, what's it feel like after all the talk of coming into this season and now you're in January, you're 11 points out of a playoff spot? Yorkie? It's been like a roller coaster. They're up, they're down. All, summertime, it's, it's um, man, I, I hate just beating to death the summertime, but one thing I learned through my uh, long career of pro hockey uh, when you're young especially it's it's so hard not to get really excited and then when things get start going bad to to get really down and yeah it, it's 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 really tough and you, and you don't really you kind of bobby and i kind of hit on this the other, the other week you watch guys that can kind of just it's not that they don't care but just keep all the distractions uh, keep the noise away and just play with a clear mind and don't worry about things. You don't figure that out until you're a lot older, <laughs> and then you're like, "Shit, I wish I wasn't such. I wish I wish I wasn't so worried about things when I was younger, so anxious, and and because I would have played better." And I look at these guys and they just they just seem to get too high, and then when things get bad, it, it's it's. And I'm not in that room, but I'm just. I can tell you what guys think like, and it's like the end of the world when you lose. And it's, I just wish expectations would have been set where they should have been set for this team when the season started. Like everybody was yeah. all the happy. Yeah, but that doesn't sell tickets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, that, and, and unfortunately, 
this is the problem what happened in the summer everybody knew the team was going to go for sale so from the general manager to ownership to the board they're like we got to get people excited again we can't this summer say we're not going to be a playoff team and we're not going to be a good team yep. but you're better off saying nothing but again teams for sale had to get excitement and that, and, and again it, it was i'm of two minds of this bobby and wally because the, the general sentiment around the city of Ottawa has been awful the last five or six years. Everybody knows it. So it was good. Yeah. It was really good. But it was also really dangerous because it's like upselling something. You go to a restaurant and you're told how great it is, how awesome it's going to be, or the hotel, and you get there, and it's not that good. So yeah. <laughs> how you, you're going you're gonna to feel like you're ripped off, and now the the, the, the players and everybody, they're, they're, they're now the guys standing around saying, oh, hey, you know, we're young guys. And it's it's it's, it's just, it's easy to blame Dorian because you could say he shouldn't have said those things in the summer. But I know why he said them, because there was an, ag an, an agenda what needed to be done. So it's not that I, I don't feel bad for anybody because at the end of the day, everybody knows what they get into pro sports for. It's, it's a tough business. You're paid a lot of money and you're paid to perform. Unfortunately for these yeah. guys, the bar was set too high. And I, I'm not surprised where they are, guys. I'm, I'm not surprised. This is how this team should be playing. It's how they should be playing. They're the youngest yeah. team down the middle, and they've got a defense that wasn't addressed. So here we are. But, hey, we're in a Canadian city, and this is how it goes. End of rant. <laughs> and by the yeah. way, by the way, by the way, sorry, guys. Rooster, there's a rooster cooing in the background that actually there's like wild roosters running around here. So if you hear them, it's not a uh, it's not a sound bite. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, it's not the wife telling you you got to get off the TV and get, get, get back to vacation. Okay, got it. Um, I I don't disagree with anything you said though. I I think this team is is exactly excuse me um, where I thought they would be. They're just they're 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 not a playoff hockey team. They're a middle of the road team. Um, and the expectations were set entirely too high um, and things that needed to be addressed weren't addressed. So that's, it's exactly like they're exactly where I thought they would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, it's, and it's led now to, I don't know. I, we all know the comments. Listen, I, I covered the team. I know when players are just saying words to say words or coaches or management. Uh, and <laughs> you it, it say feels something. like, Right. Yes. And there isn't much to say, but you feel like we're getting to that now at this point um, because they've dug themselves yeah. a big hole, which would lead us to our uh, next sponsor when it comes to digging up big holes. BEI. Uh, Bonisher Excavating Inc. Go to BonishereExcavating.com. Well uh, I know. Hey, I'm, I'm working. It's Monday. I'm on fire. Uh, heavy civil general contractor. Uh, equipment rentals, aggregate topsoil sales, uh, custom crush and screening, all kinds of stuff. They also do haulage. Uh, and floating highway maintenance. Uh, give them a call if you're looking in the Renfrew Valley, 613-432-1120, bonishereexcavating.com, helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. Okay, boys. So DJ Smith said they're going to shake up the top nine, that it's uh, we're going to shuffle the top nine forwards. Uh, I mean, there are guys that are a minus every night. They just can't continue. That just can't continue. They're on me for allowing them to keep playing together or certain guys together. Or that's on me, sorry, for allowing them to keep playing together. If you're getting scored on, it's not working. So here's yeah. the key. We're going to put a worker on every line, and we're going to work our way out of this, grind our way out of this. Um, 
Okay. So, uh, first of all, those are starting to be the quotes. And one, I, and I'll say Claude Giroux is the other one. I'm trying to wrap my head around what happened tonight. That's never a good sign. Yeah. Um, and DJ Smith finished with, we're going to get a fresh look and start to put some groups together that really want to check. So now Ottawa, which uh, has been held to one goal or less in five of the last eight games, wants to now check uh, instead of score goals. They got, I, I, Listen, that, this team is in disarray. So I don't know. Can, can you guys make up a top nine? Is there a top nine that you can drastically alter at the moment and become a checker on every line without really altering this or making this a lineup that's just worse than it is, Bobby? Like, I'm I'm so confused so that you think now yeah. there's going to be a top nine you can put together. Yeah, I'm kind of I, I'm I'm kind of with you there. Um, it, it's a very it's a very soft top nine. Uh, but I was always a big believer in in pairings more so than lines. Yeah. Uh, and then you find your complementary piece. And like for me, I would I would not break up Stutz, uh, Stutzla and Batherson. I would find a way to keep them together. And then you know that that third option with the Brinkat is not it. So I would, if you're going to go, you know, complete top nine, I would find a way to slide Joseph in with them. If you're going to do that. Um, I was always I'm a big fan of Norris and Kachuk together. And then you, maybe you slide, you know, Giroud down to the third and you slide somebody in there. Like the, I'm a, yeah, I'm more of a believer in the pairings than the lines. Um, but I don't know. I, your, your answer is not, I mean, you're, I'm, I'm looking at this now, like you don't, there's no help on the way. So you're just trying to piece things together. And I think DJ, I think what DJ did here, and you can weigh in on this Yorkie, this was one step before publicly calling guys out, right? This yeah. is where, and then, yeah. yeah and then he, then he turns the page on this, but this is one step before that. And then we're going to start to hear some names um, is the way that I look at well, it. Well, Yorkie, before you comment, I think he mm -hmm. did. And I'll say that by saying, quote, I mean, there are guys that are a minus every night. That just can't continue. Well, we know who that is. That's Drake Bathurst, yeah. who now leads the league and plus minus is the worst minus in the league. Sorry, Yorkie, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, I didn't mind the lineup they had earlier on in the, in the season. Uh, and with Norris, I go back to last season. I really liked that chemistry last year you had with, with, with Batherson, with Norris, and Kachuk. We didn't get yeah. to see that this year because Norris went down early with that shoulder injury. And I'm a big believer in talented guys should be able to figure it out if you're playing with other talented guys. Like, wh how, yeah. how can you not? And, and I was I wanted to see more of Stutzla, of Dabrinkit, and uh, Giroux. Uh, and what's the status with Dabrinkit right now, Wally? What's his uh, injury-wise? He's fine? He's fine. Yeah, so I I, I wouldn't mind, and you know what hasn't been talked enough enough. <laughs> sorry to say two words in a row there, was that you're looking for guys in your bottom six, right? That that are real yeah. NHL players that can play in the league. Tyler Mott's been a been a big loss uh, for a yeah. guy that's just he's just dependable. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't screw up. He makes high percentage plays with the puck. There's something to be said for you know exactly what you're going to get from a player and you know exactly what you're going to get from Tyler Mott. I love the chemistry early on in the season when you had Mott, Joseph, and Pinto together. People have been ragging on Joseph a lot because uh, he only has two goals. That line did a lot of good. That's when Pinto played his best hockey, when he was on that yeah. when he was on that role. He was on a heater there when he had all those goals. 
because he was playing with two yep. guys that just played north south simple hockey and then pinto got elevated and then he starts thinking holy shit like i'm a, i've got all these goals now i'm playing with these skill guys now i got to start doing these things it's not to say it's not to criticize pinto and say he's not playing well he's a young guy again he's, a, yeah. he's figuring it out in the NHL. so uh i know mott's hurt but i don't know i i i would go back to that line of last year those three guys love playing together norris kachuk and uh and batherson maybe that gets batherson uh being a little bit better defensively and then throw those three skilled guys together say guys you guys are three of the most skilled guys in the league and in drew to and Stutzla. go out there and do your thing and then have joseph on your uh, on your third line with uh with pinto and with nomad i don't know I, I would actually call somebody up from the minors and give them a shot call up yeah. talk a lot, okay before, and instead, and all right instead before you call someone up <laughs> hang on hang on uh, can't do that to Wally. <laughs> Listen, the nerd report is that it's set in stone. Please don't go ahead of it. Um, is, <laughs> I have it. If you put Debrinket, Stutzla, and Giroud together, is it not too yes. small a line? Is mm. that not the problem? Because they're so small up front, you don't have somewhere you can stick your grinder worker guy because of you're small in the wings with Debrinket and Giroud and. And if you put Kachuk with Batherson, there's all your size. Am I would I just play that yeah. line. I would, I would, I would match. I would make sure that line is on the ice with my two best puck moving defensemen. And if you have the puck all the time, you don't have to check. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like put, yeah. put, put out two really good D. Um, and they're there, and they're good. There again, there lies the problem. If I'm a big believer <laughs> as a defenseman. When, when I was a defenseman, I could move the puck. I could make a pass. I loved playing with forwards that wanted the puck. That you knew all you had to do as a defenseman was go. All you all you got to do, and here we're talking about the Sensi, is go back and make a really good first pass. Because if you put the puck in the hands of a Tim Stutzla right away in your own zone, well, well, Bobby, you and I went over that goal. He he created. It was a 200 foot play. The earlier you yeah. can get Tim Stutzla the puck. He's keeping it, and then you're probably going to get some offense generated off that play. And we can go over the, the, the forwards. The problem is not the forwards. It's the defense. A lot of teams yeah, have right. a shitty third and fourth line, but their D are good. So it doesn't matter if you have guys. You, it's This problem with the team, it's the friggin' defense. It's, it's not yeah. the like, – like, hey, Okay, want, fair enough. Here, here's here's We're a not, tip. Yeah. You, want the, you want the forwards to score more? Start getting out of your own zone a little better. Like it's not rocket science. <laughs> we're not we're, hey, we're not okay. world beaters here by any means, guys. Eh? <laughs> like that. that being said, uh, don't you need the forwards to maybe backtrack a little? Listen, ah, I like, don't know. <laughs> backtrack? Uh, what's backtrack? <laughs> I'm not asking Bobby. Yeah, yeah, I Bobby's the wrong guy to ask this question to. I always had my guy Listen, standing at the point I watched there. <laughs> I've watched so many times the Senators, they try and jam it up the boards because they don't yeah. have that D that are capable of using the middle of the ice. They got a couple guys can do it, but like we've, we've went over game tape on this show. It's, it's the, the other team comes in, you forecheck the D, force the puck up the boards, puck's turned over at the far blue line, you're defending again. It's tough to play hockey like that. It's, it's very frustrating for the forwards when you're not breaking out clean uh, most of the time. And that's that's the issue with this team. 
Like you can listen. Pretty well, every guy in the NHL is very skilled. They can take a pass, they can get to the red line, and they can chip it in. What most forwards yeah. can't do is go back and play defense. So, to me, oh, again, here we go. Yeah, can't go back right? and play the easiest position in the sport. <laughs> <laughs> That's why do you get blamed for everything? Where is it? Uh, I. I I All just right, want to so, be a defenseman for one practice. Hey, you guys never get out of the rocking chair back there. D uh, to D, up to yeah. the winger while we're posting up and making moves. Yeah, yeah. What a life. <laughs> hey, Bobby, when, you got it, when you're when you hurt, you're coming back in the lineup, and the forward has to go back and play with the seven. Go back and play D. You're like, you guys don't even sweat back here. It's so easy. <laughs> you guys just ripping the defense all practice long. I, I, we, used to, we used to ISO Cam Carlson when he was – you know, in middle of practice, do, 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 do. <laughs> like just, just the easiest practice in the world. D to D and up. <laughs> just don't miss a pass. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you want to, <laughs> so you want to call somebody up. All right. So somebody's mm-hmm. going to have to tape their sticks together and get on a bus and get to Ottawa. So I do, I do. Brought to you by Renfrew pro tape. Okay. Uh, go, to, <laughs> go to renfrewpro.com. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying here today, guys. Uh, and follow them on Instagram, by the way. Feel the game. Uh, Renfrew Pro on Instagram. They have a free tape Friday giveaways every Friday. Uh, they continuously evolve its, their products to ensure that every roll of tape optimizes performance regardless of the type of hockey stick you use. Renfrew Pro, the original hockey tape. Uh, the one with the green core, available at all major retailers. Okay, so who are you calling up? What do you need? Uh, out of Belleville to call up. Like you got Igor Sokolov, 15th in the league right now, I think, in scoring, uh, 38 points. Uh, Jake Lucchini, uh, he's got 26 points. Uh, then there's Ridley Gregg, we know, for size and, and strength, or Angus Crookshank, another guy that likes to bang bodies. What do you want from a player to be called up? Uh, Bobby, I'm going to start with you. I didn't know Angus Crookshank was minus 22 down there. So, yeah, let's bring him into the fray. <laughs> right? Like, what are we Does doing? It- Listen, that doesn't matter. You don't like plus minus. It doesn't matter. No, that's not your answer, though. Um, I would – help is not on the way from Belleville for this team. Um, the only thing that I would say is that if you're going to bring anybody up, it should be Ridley Gregg, and it's time to let him play. But that's – but you're not solving anything by doing that, um, right? You're not, you're not going to change the dynamic of the lineup, especially oh. in the bottom six. Hold on. Ridley Gregg has been recalled by the Ottawa Senators. Bobby! Just like, yeah, that's it. Lock of the day. They're listening. <laughs> uh, you get to wear go. the helmet today. All right, you Bobby, you got it. I don't have it on me, you but I will, I'll, I'll have that tomorrow. They're listening to the show right now. They're listening to Bobby. I, I would call up Ridley Gregg. Boom, three <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> but there you go. Um, and that's... It, it changes nothing but the dynamic of what your bottom six looks like. And now you got a guy that you're going to have in your future. That's that, it's a guy that's going to be part of the future. So put him in and play. hundred percent. And I'm a hundred percent on board. And what Bobby just said, this isn't going to help the team this year be a better hockey team. What this is going to do is just adjust my earpiece here, help the senators be a better team when they're ready to be a really good team, which I predict is next year they take a step, potentially be a playoff yeah. team, and the year after be a really good team that can maybe make maybe win a round or two in the playoffs. So every single time Ridley Gregg gets NHL reps is going to make him better. And yeah. this is what needs to be done. Get get 
get this team ready. It's not about this year, and, and people need to stop thinking it's about this year. But again, people will, were sold that bill of goods thinking it was about yeah. this year when it really shouldn't be. This team should not be thinking about playoffs. It should be thinking two years from now to be a really good team. But the problem is new new owners are coming in, new people are coming in. You got a general manager, you got a coaching staff that they don't know if they're going to be part of that future. So why would you? Yeah. Why would they? Why would they be thinking two years from now? They're not. They're, they're thinking, hey, yeah. I got to keep my job. So, yeah, that's the problem. That's, that, uh, and the one thing we should just to sorry piggyback and wrap on that. You got a you got a lot of guys yep. thinking immediate plans for a long term team um, because that's self preservation mode, right? That changes that changes things. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, we should point out, uh, we are recording this episode just before the Sens take to the ice for practice on Monday morning. So we don't know what the lines, if they're going to be a shakeup, what they're actually going to look like and where Ridley Gregg is going to be in the lineup. I suspect perhaps Derek Broussard comes out on that fourth line and he slots in there. But uh, we'll wait to yeah. see how that plays out. We'll talk Tuesday about the lineup. Um, quickly, before we uh, get on to some other topics, JBD, <clears throat> excuse me, he was sent down after the game on Saturday. But... The Sens don't play again till Wednesday, so it wouldn't shock me that that's just a move to save dollars and to get him some time, and he'll be back up. I don't know that for sure, but that seems a, it's happened a lot in the past. And I don't know that – I mean, JBD struggled on Saturday, no question. But I don't know that yeah. he's should be out of that lineup at the moment. But maybe maybe he just – he did struggle, but everybody seemed to struggle. Um, the one thing yeah. – and I'll bring it up, and I know you guys are, are fans of JBD, so it's not that he didn't have – uh, that he doesn't have support. I, I think just let him play. But uh, against the yep. Pittsburgh game on Friday, uh, he's coming down the ice and he's with, uh, uh, it's not Jake Gensel, but he tips a puck in his own goal. And Yorkie, I'm just, from your point of view, being a defenseman, uh, have you done that? And how tough is that when you're a young guy trying to make the lineup to be uh, putting the puck in your own net? 
Yeah, for sure. That, that and that won't be the that won't be the last time he does that. This kid's going to have a long career. He, I, I really liked how he played earlier on, and you're going to make mistakes. Like, heaven forbid you make a, a mistake-free game. And this play here, he's doing the right thing. He's just he's actually blocking the pass. Just goes off his stick, ricochets in the net. That's going to happen. Probably happened to him at least five five more times during his career. If I was going to take an over/under on that one, it's part of the game. Uh, I really like I really like him. I, I think he's going to be a really good player. He he showed a lot of poise in some of these games coming into a situation that's pretty unstable on the blue line, playing 20 yeah. minutes a night. He was he wasn't being eased into there. Like this kid was starting periods, playing against other teams' top lines. I would keep playing him. Like I'm not yeah. taking this kid to the lineup. But but to what Bobby said earlier, they're they're in the, the staff for the Ottawa Senators is, is in self-preservation mode. So they're trying to figure out a way how to how to get hot again and, and try and go on one of yeah. those winning streaks. So it's it's always trust it's always tough to trust young defensemen because they just don't have that sample size. But again, thinking two years from now, which is where this team should be thinking, Bernard Docker should be playing every game. And he should not be scratched unless he plays horribly and loses his confidence. But he should be in the lineup every single yeah. night, getting valuable reps and getting better. Because from what I can see, he he's ready for that. He's ready now to learn on the job. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with anything he said. Um, I, I I just don't I don't know why you take him out um, or send him down. He's he's. I mean, you pulled the pin, you put him in, and you played him 22 minutes. Now you, you know, you don't get to you don't get to unexpose him now. Um, put him in and let him play and let him make mistakes and let him be raw, but let him grow on the job. And the the other thing too, um, Wally, just on, on, on last thing yeah. on on Docker, um, when Zaitsev's in the lineup, fans are very critical of him if he makes mistakes. But he makes a lot of money. He's been in the league for a long time, so when he makes a mistake people will get on him where if if doctor makes a few mistakes people are going to say well he's a young guy he's learning so if he's a guy that that, that gets upset about the noise and hears things he's not going to hear that much external noise because it's to be expected so i yeah like i said anyways we, it is what it is hopefully he gets in the lineup because that's 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 the best thing for the future of this team uh, a couple, just a couple of quick D notes, and then we'll move on. Is uh, Pierre Dorian did say Tyler Clevin, who's uh, in the NCAA, they want to get him signed and into the lineup at the end of this year once the college season is done. If you put JBD and Tyler Clevin in your lineup with Jake Sanderson, like, are you asking, are you asking for trouble with too many young guys on the blue line and too much inexperience, or does it really matter? You asking me first, or Bobby? I'll go to Bob. Go ahead, Bobby. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I, I don't think it really matters. Um, you're, you know, you're. I, I'm. I'm under the opinion and of the opinion, excuse me, that I, at at this point, just expose everybody to everything and see how they handle it. So you're you're not asking for too much trouble. If you're going to be a young team on defense, be a young team on defense, but do it when the games don't matter, and that would be when he would come up. So I don't. I don't. I don't see a problem with it one bit. Me neither. I, I, I don't. Uh, from everything, uh, I think we had Mendez on the show, and he says he got a chance to watch Clevin pretty closely. He said he liked a lot of things. And he brings it. The other thing with, with Clevin, too, is is he's going to bring a different element, right? He's big, he's physical, yeah. he's mm -hmm. strong. That, that's that's something that this team is lacking. I know all he, he wants to do. What do you say? Smash some heads, bang some bodies, cross check some guys in front of the net. <laughs> 
You're old a little school angry. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, get some anger in there. Let them know you're there. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> look what the Montreal look look what the Montreal Canadiens started their season with on defense with as far as defense went and, and, and I know the, the beginning of the season is not as tough it, it always goes up the speed increases as the year goes on yep. but uh, hey it's it's time to think about two years from now it's 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 time to yeah. do something like that great okay uh, that left us a lot to chew on. Uh, by the way, Mondays at Montana's is uh, half price wings. Um, did you like that segue? No. Well done. All right. uh, Montana's. Tricky. <laughs> uh, Montana's, by the way, has a comfort food uh, comfort menu. Uh, they, listen, we've been home a lot. It's time to go watch the game. Go to Montana's. Uh, hang out with family and friends. Enjoy their limited time comfort menu and a Molson. You could win a trip to the NHL awards in Nashville. Maybe Tim Stutzler could win that award uh, or a Molson branded NHL fridge. Uh, Mondays is uh, half price wings. So go enjoy those uh, as Bobby always says. Um, okay. I got a couple uh, non-senators related topics. Bobby, you played for Boost Boudreaux. Did. Uh, we're all well aware of how this is all played out. Um, in the uh, eyes of the media and how it's been so public of how he's been treated. He's now been released and Rick Tockett has taken over with Adam Foote and former Ottawa Senator Sergey Gonchar is their defensive specialist. Um, can you sum up what you think or feel of how this has played out uh, for your former coach? I, I think it's been kind of a, you know, it's been kind of a shit show. Um, I feel really bad yeah. that he's, you know, been put in this position for the last four or five days um and i think he's handled it very well um or or as classy as you can um in the grand scheme of things um yeah i don't think anybody should have to go through that um on on the level that he's had to the last couple days and i played for him i loved him i thought he was just an incredible not the coach but the play the person just an incredible human being um so you know don't think he was treated fairly on his way out yeah, to say the least. Yeah, <laughs> I actually got a chance to. Uh, this is crazy. When when I think I told you this story, Wally. When I was in my first year in the minors, uh, I was playing for a guy named Barry, Barry Melrose in Adirondack, and he brought Bruce in. Bruce was like thirty seven or thirty six. It was it was his last year of professional hockey. Funny thing is, he looks he looked exactly what he looked like now today. He looked like he was <laughs> like seventy years old. I'm like, who is this old guy coming in? And all Bruce did, he never played because we were going getting set for a playoff run. Barry brought him in to be with the group and be practice and just crack jokes and loosen up the entire team. He only stayed for a couple of weeks, and then he uh, and then he he left and his career, his professional career was over. I think he was playing in Fort Wayne. But what an unbelievable guy! This guy came in the dressing room and just told hilarious stories every single day about his years of pro hockey and was awesome was awesome for the group so anytime i got to see bruce the last uh the last few years when i was broadcasting i'd always chat with him and hey bobby he, he reminds me a lot of barry trotz just a guy that mm. guys love playing for him. great human being yeah. great person so it sucks but this business the thing with this business this business sucks it sometimes is and it's it's yeah. just it's dirty it's dirty a lot of it's this isn't gonna be the last time this happens like was it uh it, uh, it was like guys one the last coach that got fired like this he, he they made him go get a cab uh it was in florida oh, yeah, I yeah. his name. 
Yeah, so it's like. Oh, okay, it's, but it's hang on a sec, Yorkie. But he's he's publicly knowing he's being replaced. Meanwhile, management is saying, no, no, we haven't made any decisions. And Bruce is like, I don't know what's coming next. He's got he's tearing up. He's emotional. He's waving to Terrible. the crowd. Everybody knows what's going on. And he's being left there as a sacrificial lamb. And then he's going yeah. like, yeah, Rick Tockett's going to have the team on Monday. And meanwhile, management's like, oh, we haven't made a decision yet. And then today, or last night, Vancouver Canucks on their own Twitter account put out a, thanks very much, Bruce. Uh, we appreciate you. All the best. Like, it, it was for, you well, know what? Well, if that was the well, Ottawa Senators a couple of years ago, I would have understood it. That was, that was exactly right. what it felt like here. All of a sudden, Vancouver's like, hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> yeah, no, so, they, they, it was horrible. Horrible. The way one of the, it, one of the best. One of the best pieces of advice I got before I left junior hockey, I was my coach was Brad Smith. He, he was a Motor City Smitty, one of the last guys to play with no helmet. He sat me down before I was going pro, and he said, "Jason, never trust anybody in hockey. Everyone's full of shit. <laughs> so it's, it's people will outright lie to your face, and it's." Bobby said the word earlier. It's about job preservation. When you're on a losing team and shit hits the fan, everybody is pointing fingers and it becomes the blame game. You got to blame somebody and, and then somebody always takes the heat. Somebody always takes a fall. And a lot yeah. of times it ends up, it ends up a mess. And, and unfortunately this time it was a huge mess and it was handling correctly, but I'm not surprised. Like this doesn't surprise me. This is, it's uh, it's a, it can be a great business. And now we're seeing a time to be a shit business. Yeah, but I've never seen in the 25 years I've been around the National Hockey League this ever playing out like this, ever. No, this is, like, yeah, this is, yeah. You can tell when coaches are on the hot seat and when things are going bad and it's really quiet. Like if, if DJ Smith were fired tomorrow, no one would act surprised. But there hasn't been any chatter about DJ being replaced by management. Like there hasn't been that kind. This, is, this went on for like a week and all of a sudden Rick Talkett yeah. is in Vancouver and everybody knows it. I, I just, I, well, it was listen, just a everybody horrible to, thing to watch. I, you, you felt bad yeah. for Bruce Boudreaux. Everybody used to knew when coaches were getting fired. The problem is now it's just amplified on social media. Like it's, it's just, yeah. you just gotta, hopefully no, for Bruce's case, I disagree he with he that. Have, I, I, I think you're wrong. I, it just back, back you always knew when coaches were going to get fired. Coaches knew when they were going down. The whole team would know it. We'd come into the dress. When's the coach getting fired? Who knows when the coach is getting fired? But nowadays, it's everyone's tweeting about it. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's posting about it. You're making memes. You're you're doing songs about it. You're talking like it's, it's it's it's. But the, the way coach the world is isn't now. talking about it. Bruce Boudreaux is saying, yeah. "I hear Rick Talkett is taking over." Yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah, it's bullshit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. I'm not arguing with you. You know, you know, many times you players just said I was wrong you know, and it hurt my feelings. You know, many times <laughs> player. Okay, I'm gonna, so Bobby, true or false? How many times has a player that you played with gone through something where the team is? You know, you're getting traded. Everyone's talking about it. You get whatever. The guy gets sent down. You're scratched. 
you're scratched in front of your family or what, like what happened to Matthew Joseph the other night? Like bad shit happens all the time. I know this is really bad, but I don't know why people are so surprised. It is, it's a dirty business, yeah. man. It, it, it's a dirty yeah. business. It, it's just the way it was handled. That's all. Yeah. I agree. I agree um, with and you finally, that. since, since we're on the topic of stir this pot. Um, playing out in front of the media <laughs> yeah. is, um, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm going to leave the Ottawa situation alone. Uh, Jacob Pelche in, in Calgary that night um, didn't have the. Uh, he was asked. Uh, Sutter was asked after the game about Pelche's NHL debut. It was on uh, Hockey Day in Canada, and he just looked at the stat sheet and read the stat sheet. Uh, I thought it was pretty disrespectful from watching it. I understand Daryl Sutter loves to be that dry sense of humor, and I actually think he's a pretty good guy. If you're a player, if Bobby, if you're Jacob Pelche hearing that, do you care? Does it bother you? Did it bother you to hear it now? Um, no, no, I don't think so. I, you know, my guess is that he knows about it and he's heard it and he's probably seen the clips four or five times and he's probably watched it. But I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think you can separate the space to be upset for it from what it actually is and. Um, I think you, I think as, as a player that knows he has to go back into the room and to work again and to be in the lineup, to stay in the lineup, you just, you just, you have to put that one behind quickly. Yeah. Could it's he not, not the, just uh, hurt say feelings. he looked good? No, well, it's, it's not the hurt feelings. Optically, it's not the hurt feelings right. league, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Yorkie, I, I understand you're old school and you're cranky. I get it. But I still think there should be a level of respect for the player who made his NHL debut, who worked his entire life to step on that ice one time for the coaches to go, yeah, he looked okay. He's got a lot of work to do. We didn't, uh, we just played a minimal, but he got to get in there and see what it's like. It's Sutter. Like this, Sutter is yeah. not all warm and fuzzy. Like, come on. Yeah. Who are we talking about here? He, then don't crazy. say anything. Let's... Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> then, then shut up. I, um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle on this one. I, I don't know. I don't think the player cares. I'm sure he doesn't, but at the same time, yeah. optically, it looks, it looks ridiculous. So, Fine. do you, Fine. Brian, Bobby, do you remember Brian Sutter? So Brian, Brian Sutter, Brian Sutter, who coached for a long time. This is the deal with the Sutter brothers. I remember one of my buddies, Andreas Johansson, was playing for, I think Brian was coaching uh, Calgary at the time. The players were so scared of Sutter. When they walked into the room in the morning, Sutter's door would be open. And guys would try and get by the door quickly so he couldn't see them. Because you're worried he'd drag you in there. He'd give you, give you some shit, talk to you. And he'd say, yeah. it was just like, guys were nervous. It's like you're, you, you're trying to avoid the coach. And there was... That's just the way the Sutters roll. They're they're a different breed. That's yeah. how they coach, and they get hired for a reason. And it's uh, I don't know. People are making way way too much here. The kid probably doesn't even care. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not at all. That's right. You pull the beanie down care. tight when you're I walking by it. that room, though, eh? <laughs> like I've done that. <laughs> Is that Carlisle's room? Brian. <laughs> Brian, Brian Sutter, Brian Sutter, I guess, had the hardest handshake. And when he'd see a guy and drag you into the office, he'd grab your hand, he'd shake it off, and then he'd, like, punch you right in the shoulder. And he, the guy said he'd punch you so hard in the shoulder. I'm like, oh, shit. He goes, that's, like, that's a yeah, pretty good get punch. Get a little burner. <laughs> get a little burner there, coach. Nice morning punch before practice. 
<laughs> Bobby, how often did you get called into Randy Carlyle's office? Um, a lot <laughs> because, because he knew that I, I yeah, because I was avoiding him like the plague. Uh, I was scared to death of him. So he knew that and, uh, and, and brought me in more often than he needed to. But I will say when you get older and you look back, you realize how good of a coach he was and the way that he handled me was really, really good. But, uh, I didn't like him at the time. <laughs> like I wasn't going in there voluntarily ever. <laughs> <laughs> and was it ever warm and fuzzy did he ever tell jokes randy carlisle was one of the crankiest people to ever interview i know that was he really yeah no um yeah no we we weren't yeah we weren't cutting it up <laughs> when i went in there, there was a reason. <laughs> it was never fun well listen my, my, my first year my first year i played for scotty bowman to this day i don't even think he knew what my name was like he just called me kid or like, what's this guy's, who is this guy? Why is this guy here? Get up, go play a shift on the, on the fourth line for this period. Then get called up, get sent down, get called up, get sent down. I once, I once got called up Bobby to play in Chicago stadium. They called me up, stayed in the hotel that night. It was an afternoon game the next day. Uh, I'm walking in the Chicago stadium to play. I get the, the tap by the assistant coach. Yeah, you're not going to go today. And it's a one o'clock game. And he goes, but. I got good news for you. You're going to go back and play in Adirondack tonight. So I had to pack my stuff, carry my bag through Chicago Stadium, go hail a cab, fly back to Albany, New York, and go play that night in the, in the minors. So I got there I got there halfway between the second period, finished the rest of the game. Uh, got a couple goals, though, so it's a happy ending. But like, nice. if that, if that happened... If that happened today, guys, like, why, why are they sending that kid back and making him play and ah, boo-hoo? Like, come on. Yep. It's pro sports. Yep. Right. Exactly. Uh, we, we're going to have to do a whole show on my call-ups. and stuff. I, I, I spent more time in the East Coast League than the American League because it was closer to, to go get sent down there. They used to make me bus up to Bakersfield, drop my shit off. Never practiced or anything, but... They saved a couple bucks, so I would play on Sunday and Wednesday in the NHL and practice right? Tuesday and Thursday in the NHL. Yeah, this is shit, Joe. I did not Absolutely. know this. Yeah. How dare they do that? Right. How dare they? How dare God, they? Cost me, cost me a couple bucks, eh, Yorkie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? oh, That's boy. a significant paycheck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. My best. We'll, we'll do it Good thing you're tax-free out up. there. Yeah, last yeah, call up. <laughs> last call up story here. It's the last call up story here. We got to do a show on call ups. I got sent yeah. back to play a game. I got sent back to play a game not around that. So my gear, my gear doesn't make it because it was a snowstorm. So I got to go around the dressing room before the game and borrow equipment from each guy on the team. So I wore, I wore Bob Bugner's backup skates. I think I wore, I don't know, Mike Solinger's gloves, somebody else's shin pads. Because back then we didn't have a lot of extra stuff. I had the only thing I did have was they had some of my sticks there. Everything else I wore for the game was somebody else's. That's incredible. Playing with somebody else's. <laughs> That's incredible. Just makeshift out there, right? Yeah. Just the Get out there. You just went to sport check. <laughs> went to the garage sale. Um, all right. We're, uh, last thing. We got to do lock of the day before uh, Alex shuts us down. Uh, so no sends. They don't play till Wednesday. So tomorrow we'll do the uh, Islander sends games. So today is Florida and the Rangers. I think this is a pretty good matchup. Um, Florida just on the outside of the wild card spot. 
Uh, Yorkie, by the way, did get the yellow helmet back uh, mm-hmm. after uh, winning the last game. Um, Florida 4-0-1 in its last five, 7-2-1 in its last 10. The Rangers are just are 9-1-3 in their last 13 at home against Florida. Uh, and uh, 4-0-1 their last five. Uh, the Rangers, however, have lost two straight overall at home. Okay. So, Bobby, you get to go first today. The Rangers are the favorites in this one. Um, but both – but, you know, Florida loves to score goals. So, uh, who yeah. do you think is going to – who's the lock of the day? The lock of the day is the Florida Panthers. The bastard. Wow. Yeah, he's going to take them too. Guy. I have no reason that I picked them. I just I like their logo better than the Rangers logo. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I'm the right. same. I don't know. It's just, that's the goal. You can that take Florida, Yorkie. I can? Because I'm thinking Florida Yeah, if you too. need to. Yeah, like uh, we're, we're taking the, the lock of the day. You guys pick who you think is going to win. That's okay if you want to. You both can pick. Yeah. Rangers are at home, eh? You know what? I'll make it interesting. I'll make it interesting. I, I'm 50-50. And I'll, I'll take the Rangers. They're at home. Let's see if they can uh, they get it done. I'll, uh, yeah, let's go New York. Mika Zibanejad's yeah, been see. flying. I, well, yeah. kind of feels like a coin. I'm not a fan though, of that. Yeah. DJ Zbad. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of DJ Zbad. Wow. Why? He just puts up points. Exactly. I, there's a lot of guys in this oh, league. Oh, so that wait just a second. Up- <laughs> so you wouldn't want him in the Ottawa lineup right now? Is a big middle, big guy down the middle. Um, well, obviously I would right now, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't build. I wouldn't build my team around him as my top player. I wouldn't make him. This is the identity of the Ottawa Senators, and we're building around Mika Zibanejad. Uh, would I take him as a as a player on my team? For sure, I would. But I'm not. He's not yeah. going to be the guy that I say this is what my team's all about. And not that I don't think he's a a bad hockey. I think he's a really good hockey player. But I just don't think at the end of the day that's a guy that wins you a Stanley Cup as your best player. But well, you should. I think watched his season last year was pretty good. But I don't think they're building around him. They've got Artemi Panarin, Adam Fox, Igor Shosturkin, like. He's I would I would I would I, I would so I'll 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 double down. I wouldn't build my team to win with Panarin and Zabanajad. I just yeah. I, I I just I, I think you need guy, a little guys that can get I'd rather yeah. build my team around Kachuk and what the Ottawa's doing with with their young core and build something. I just I don't I don't know, Bob, what about you? No, I I, you, I don't I don't disagree. Um I obviously played with Meek and and, and love the guy um, both on the and I don't think he would have ever been the player he is now if he had stayed here. Like I think he had to leave for sure to become what what he is. Um, and I, and I, I I don't disagree with your statement though. Um, I don't think he's your guy. That's okay. There's you know there's a lot of yeah. guys that can there's a lot of guys that can get you there. Some that can take you over the top. And I don't think they have a single guy other than Adam Fox that can take you over the top. It's, you know. Yeah, if, if he's I'm, a you know, he's a, yeah. Okay. It's, okay uh, so I, Fox, Fox Fox is Fox to me is a guy that, that that's that's one of the probably top maybe even top five D in the league right now that you would say that's a guy that is a number one defenseman that's going to help yeah. me win a Stanley Cup and listen 
before people flip out here, because I know how much people love Mika Zibanejad, and I love him too. I think he's a great player. But I'm just saying, if I had to make him my $10 million player or my $11 million player, I wouldn't do that. It's, it's not saying he's not a great player. He is a great player. Yeah. But I'm thinking Stanley Cup, who's – that's all I'm saying. So, still yeah. like the player. Right. So, don't disagree. Jason York just confirmed that he likes the Ottawa Senators the way they're built with Alex Dabrinkit as becoming the next Stanley Cup champion. Just I said down. Brady Kachuk and I said Norris. And uh, <laughs> I, I, listen, again, same thing, same feeling. No, nope, don't, bring, don't even say his name. Stop it. You, no, no, you're putting words in my mouth. Same feelings I have about <laughs> Dabrinkit, I have about Sabanajad. Very, very yeah. good NHL players. Great NHL players. Great NHL players. But I wouldn't make them my, I wouldn't build around them. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's fair. I'm just, I'm just trying to play with you. All right, boys. I know what you're uh, doing. Yorkie, it's time for you to, to lather up and head down to the beach in your Speedo. Uh, yeah, so get the will, oils are you on, here? T- <laughs> are you available Tuesday or is there a massage? Yeah, right. I'm What's... available. <laughs> no, okay. no. We're back. Perfect. We're back. Okay. Just want just <laughs> to make sure. I need some sun, If you get though. at the bar, if you get stuck at the bar, just let us know. Then we'll uh, we'll move on. <laughs> No judgment. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) All right. See if I can do it for this one. Hanging up at that part. (laughs) (laughs) Yorkies is now. I got to give you. Oh, guys. I got to give you. I got to give you guys the view here before we go. I don't know if we can get this in the sun. We'll do a little turnaround here. There's my boy Richard. (laughs) By the way, I will say the Wi Fi is fantastic where you are. Whoa. Oh, pretty good, eh? Oh, yeah, solid. That's what they call uh, that's what they call the money shot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. I'm getting off this call right now. I'm out of here. (laughs) Before the see you guys. Thanks for watching. Coming in hot. Brought to you by (laughs) Botano.ca. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) 